What's up, y'all? This is your host, B. You are now tuned in to Bontroversial. DJ Jay Rick. Jake Posh again. Yeah, man, but we tapping in again for a bunch of uh, another episode of Bunch of Version. You know, me and Smith gonna get into the boxing a little bit. Um, man, what what a night, you know, just. All types of ridiculous shit going on. Like, first of all, like they gotta start separating like real boxing from like this shit because like people already talk bad about boxing, bro. And like it's sad, but it's true. And it's like people, more people know Jake Paul than like real boxing, right? And that's like ridiculous, bro. Like this, it's a, it's just it's just a bad look. You know what I'm saying? Like from all the fights, like on that card. It's just it just looked like a whole damn circus stage show. Like everything yeah. stage, the whole the the beginning of the the beginning started with like an hour and a half concert of Doja Cat. Like, bro, I didn't come here for no festival, bro. Like I came with some boxing, bro. And then when they get in the ring, niggas quitting and stuff, like. And just let me know what you think, Sandy. Cause I I can go all day about this. Man, it, bro, I'm gonna be real, but like you know, what I'm saying we we ain't paying for fights, bro. So that's the, <laughs> you know, I feel bad for the people that actually pay for that fight. You know, and it's like to see that and to sit through that. Bro, people was on Twitter. Somebody said I ain't even pay for this fight, and I still feel like I got robbed. Like on it the like, like somebody stole my money, bro. Because it's like. You know, I was watching on my phone, so I was able to exit out and still be on my phone and watch other shit. You know what I'm saying? So I waited until the Jake Paul. Actually, I watched the Richard fight too, which was bullshit. You know what I'm saying? But with the Jake Paul shit, man, it's just like, come on, man. Come on, like, until he fights a, a, a established boxer, I'm not watching no more of that shit. Like, you can tell, like, all right, the dude he was fighting is from the UFC, right? They have smaller gloves. Way smaller goes in the boxing gloves, and this is fights with him taking well, way more punishment, you know what I'm saying, than a a, a right overhand from Jake Paul. Now, if that's the case, then Jake Paul has hands of stone and he's the, the heaviest hitter in boxing going right now, but we know that's not the case, bro. Like, at all. And, and then to be after the fact, like smiling down the hallway, your wife hugging you and smiling, like, you know what I'm saying, nobody. Hey, we know that was a fall, man. Like, like many of the UFC guys were like, "Come on, dude! Like, we know you. Like, you, you, one punch, one punch put you out like that. Like, I can understand if you just standing still and take it, you know, brushed on. But like, and and from like a guy who has heavy hands, but like Jay Paul does not give all where hey, he has super heavy hands for a boxer or somebody that's been in that you know line of fire who's been taking a punch and has a chin. Yes, you can do that to Nate Robinson because Nate Robinson doesn't have a chin. He's a basketball player, so I would hope you, if you're boxing and been training as a boxer, I would hope you be able to, you know, knock out a walking forward, hands down, you know, Nate Robinson. So I just think, you know, the whole event, only thing, the only great thing out of the event was Snoop commentating. That's the only great thing. Like, yeah. we need to get Snoop more on, like, actual sport events, you know what I'm saying? He definitely has a talent for it, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's Snoop Dogg, so 
it was like everything else was just like, come on, bro, why am I even watching this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just bullshit. Everybody's out there for a chick. It's no actual, you know, you know, mandated boxing going on and you know, boxing unions and boxing commissions. So it's like, I mean, it's a show. It, it basically was, you know, an entertainment show. You know what I'm saying? We could have put this on regular TV and it'd been a, you know, a sitcom or something like that. But I just think that, you know, top to bottom, it definitely was, you know, just a bunch of bullshit, wasting my time, actually. You know what I'm saying? So until he actually fights the established boxer who has a boxing record and is actually training and actually a boxer, yeah, I'm not watching no more Jake Paul fights. Like, it, was, it was cool, you know what I'm saying? But nah, I'm good. Yeah, bro, it's comedy. Like, you know, it's just like he's a man. He over there matchmaking. He's trying to make sure that he put himself in the best position on, to, to fight people that he's going to be like, okay, you could have fought somebody else in the UFC. Why you fight somebody that wasn't active for 18 months? Like, and then you look at this dude in the weigh-in, I don't care what he was fighting. I knew when I seen him in the weigh-in, like, he wasn't ready. He wasn't taking it serious. And, like, that's either for one or two reasons. Either one, he didn't care or respect them, or two, like, he came to pick up the check. Like, bro, like. And his guard, bro, he had his hands, like, in front of him. So he was out here like this. Like, all the back of this was open, bro. Like, I, like, I couldn't believe it. I'm sitting here. And I'm just like, man. And, and Jake Paul kept throwing that overhand right, too. He kept on it. And I'm like, he is close on his chin. And then he's just going to get hit with it. Like, And then, okay, bro, let's say, like, okay, it's scripted, which I do believe. Like, damn, you couldn't play along a little better than that, bro. You could, like, do something. Like, you didn't even throw no punches for real. Like, you know, and it's like, even in the, the press conferences, he was like, I think I might lose to Jake Paul. You know, just dry shit so it's just like you know like Triller they're trying to make all these events and get into the boxing world but you know I will say one thing Snoop cool but they they trying to be too much like Snoop on there and they trying to commentate and like they be disrespecting the fighters and shit and like, I don't think that's cool because like if you really want fighters on your network like you got to show respect to fighter win or loss and like you know you making them little jokes and shit. It's not gonna want people on the network along with all the other other bullshit. Like all these, like I'm thinking about the Regis fight, and I'm like, dang, like how long these boys gotta warm up? Like that fight was supposed to start. Like I thought it was gonna start like regular time. You know, it took forever for they fight to start. So it's like you're gonna have all these main events, all these fighters. Not only are they gonna be having a different wait time and a different type of pre-game warm up. But then I saw that the ring was smaller. So I'm like, bro, what are we really doing here? Like, this, uh, yeah, that's this, another. Like, it's ridiculous, bro. Like, I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was looking at that. I'm like, man, I don't care if it's free or what. I, I'd rather Bob Aram and top rank than this bullshit. <laughs> this, this shit right here, dog. I don't like But it was. It was bullshit, man. Cause like, bro. The ring smaller than you got all these concerts and performances and and like come on like I get what y'all doing for the entertainment value but like come on bro like and like I said to my earlier like you know read the room bro you're gonna do all that like if you're gonna do all that at least bring out people from the A like nobody from the A was out there you got everybody out there but you got Justin Bieber performing in Atlanta Georgia like are you serious like what, what crowd are you tending to? Like, please let me know, bro. Like, uh, come on, bro. Uh, like, you could at least try to get Outkast out there. Now, they could have pulled off Outkast or something flat like that or 
got thug out there maybe after he just released the album like don't do something bro but um like that that was ridiculous bro like it just showed like they trying to be on the entertainment side and you know what and i'm gonna say this too tia fimo need to get back in line with that shit he was on before he fought longchenko because he he's starting to be on this trailer shit too he's starting to do all this extra like bro i understand bro i understand promoting but like, bro, you doing too much, bro. Like, if it's not you, then it's not you. But like, that's how I respect Boots. Like, a, like Boots just get the job done, bro. And like, and he fights more flashier than he acts, you know. And I can, I can respect that, you know. So it's like, bro, come on, Tiffany, you beat him, bro. But you know, come on, bro. Like, I need to see a follow up. You know, don't start hugging the belts and fighting mandatories and shit, because like that's not that's not a good look either. Like that's just. That's just you trying to play hardball. Like, I hate when niggas be like, oh, I had to wait, so everybody else got away. Oh, okay, bro, but it's a it's a time, bro. You you holding up your legacy at the end of the day, too, because ain't, ain't shit promised. Like, you can go in there and flop one night just because you pussyfooting around trying to play with other fighters when you can be in there fighting the best, bro. Like, to be – and for Tia Fimo especially, like, you 15 and old unified, by the time you 30 and old, your resume should be deep. Like, you should be. Deep, super deep, like so. Like if we get to 25, 26, and oh, and like I ain't seen Devin Ryan TFB. I mean Devin Ryan or Javante, and, and it ain't the next best thing at another weight. Then you know about you, you playing around, bro. So you yeah, know, like, Lomachenko, you can be like the Lomachenko fight was a wash because you ain't really fought nobody of that caliber since. Yeah, and like. And don't get me wrong, I love Tia Fimo, but you wasn't the first one to stain him. He lost before. You yeah, just yeah, caught yeah. him in a new era. You caught him You caught him when people thought he was invincible, but you didn't just stain him off the rip. So, like, let's, let's be for real in that aspect. You know, like, you know, he did do a great thing in that ring, and he definitely proved almost everybody wrong, but you got to be a realist, too. Like, it's more work to be done. You feel me? Definitely. Definitely more work to be done, but – you know, that I mean, it was more like we say, it's more entertainment rather than actual, you know, professional boxing, actual, you know, yeah. boxing. You know, so, you know, it just, you know, it just was a, yeah, it, was, a show. it was a concert, really. You know, it was a good concert. You know, saying yeah. people like that concert, a lot of room in there too. <laughs> exactly, exactly, a whole lot of rooms. But yeah, let, let's talk about Boots Ennis. Um, he fought last weekend. You know, um, when I watched that fight, I'm. I'm just looking at it, and he showed me everything. Like, anything you want to see, like, especially, you know, for a guy that's, you know, making a step-up fight, per se. You know, he showed me a lot of tools. He showed me he could take a good shot, which, you know, you got to see that because of the, when you face the least, you're going you to get hit. So, you got to see what, what you can take in there. But, you know, I saw a lot of versatility from Boots, and I, I think he got a lot in his bag. And, you know, I think – to some degree, he's ready for the top five, but you know, I would like to see him fight another fighter too, and then go in there. But let me know what you think about Boots. Um, yeah, I definitely uh, went back and watched the fight. Um, I think at times, you know, he definitely skillful, definitely you know, uh, a skillful boxing, definitely has a lot in his bag, like you were saying. He like the um, bang, though. He like the yeah. Bang. I feel to say, you know, say he do like the bang. He do take some shots that he don't need to take. Um, that's what kind of concerns me at at the point when you try to call out Earl, you try to call out, you know, Bud or some of the other league guys where, um, yeah, you probably have a tough chin, but, you know, they pack a lot of power with their punches, especially. They, they, they pack championship rounds as well. Like, they, 
they know how to win those rounds. They know how to steal rounds. You know, that's something that you just learn on the fly. You know, he hasn't had to steal around. He hasn't had to deal with somebody that a jab gonna be in his face all night or a switch hitter like Terrence. Like he can brace it, yeah. Yeah, he can switch too. So it's like, you know, he he hasn't seen that yet. And um, you know, I think I think Sean is the closest right now. What we see, Sean is the closest to Arrow and Bud. But even with that being said, like it's a big gap between them three and the rest of the division, in my opinion. So like it's even when even when he steps up and fight, let's say the top five, then it's that top two to three. So well, that's another step up. And then do you go right into that fight after a hard top five fight? So it's like, you know, Boots definitely he'll have his time. I don't know if he'll see those champions because you know, obviously we know who Boots is, but Boots. He would have to get into some more fights to be a bigger draw. Now he spoke about fighting Danny Garcia, but, but Danny don't want that fight. I don't think Danny will, will want that fight. I think it's a lot of risk for him, low reward. So I think, and and they both from Philly. I'm so, gonna say yeah, they both from Philly too. Philly. So that was it would be a great, it would be a great event, you know. But you know, it'd be a lot for Danny Garcia to lose. Um, same with Keith Thurman. I think Keith know, like he was scared to fight Errol when Errol was coming up. So. This this is just I mean this is basically just the same thing. I mean, he would right. Boots would do him the same way probably Thurman would have did or you know any other guys. I would have liked to see Ugas and Boots fight before this. Uh, that would that would be a good fight for me in my opinion. Bomb. You know Ugas has power. You know Ugas is not gonna let Boots sit there. You know like Boots is gonna have to use that that skill more which he does have. So I just feel like Boots going to have his time, but, you know, Arrow finna go collect that belt from cool guys. And then you got the top two with the belt, and it's like, only way I see him getting a shot is, like, forcing a mandatory hand. But um, then I, he would have to fight Sean Porter because Sean Porter next in line and, like, all the sanctioning bodies, like, for the most part. So, you know, it'll just be interesting there. I feel like. He he, one of them guys that once he get the belts in the division, like he, it's gonna be hard to get him off of. Him. Like it's gonna be super hard to get him off of. Him. So, you know, it'll be interesting though because, um, you know, right now Tiafimo, prime example, he talking about moving to one forty. How long he gonna make one forty? I've seen Javante talk about one forty seven. But with that being said, like Boots could hold that up for all of them, like. Boots can make them not want to move up, even if they're not making weight, bro. Like, you don't want to have to, like, what are you going to, because think about it, like, by the time Boots is a champion, it's more likely that Porter, Spence, and Crawford won't be there. So then, and then even Danny Garcia. So who going to be the draws at 147 besides the champion? So all them going to be going coming from big money fights at lower divisions to only having a big fight with a champion that's super high risk at 147. Uh, to me, it's just like, you know, that's, you you know, you dare to be great. And I mean, Javante finna line it up with Mario Barrios. I think that's a, I think that's a very good fight. A lot of people don't know about Mario Barrios, but he a very good fighter. I think that's a good fight. Javante, Javante gotta get his shit together first. Yeah, he can crack. Mario can crack. Like, you know, I, I need to, he need to get his legal shit together and he just needs to, he just need to lock in, bro. Like, he know what he is when he lock in. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, he ain't when he don't like it, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. That's I mean, overweight, you come in missing weight, you come in, you know, forfeiting your title and shit like that. So I just think, you know, he got a lot going on personally. 
You know what I'm saying? So I think he needed to get that in order. Because you know he know how to get in the ring and box, but it does, it does, I do agree with what you were saying that he does need to come in a lot more focused, a lot more, you know, so we kind of put him in that upper echelon of you know the greatest fighters that we've seen, you know, at you know, either at 130, 135, 140. But he definitely needs to, you know what I'm saying, kind of make sure he got his, you know, ducks in a row and make sure all his shit is, is straight. You know what I'm saying? His name popping up, you know, more than, you know, than him doing boxing, you know, than other shit. You know, his name is popping up with other shit than it is with boxing. So he definitely never want to have that type of recipe. But, you know, like you were saying with, you know, with Boots, I agree with everything you're saying. Um, you know, Boots is a, is, a, is a solid fighter, you know what I'm saying? Tough, you know, for Philly, you know, Gilly and Wallow back him. So, you know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, I've been knowing about Boots and how they, you know, spoke highly of him. Um, but you know, definitely, I think he's in that next tier. Um, I wouldn't even put I wouldn't even put uh, Sean Porter in a tier with you know with uh, Crawford and, and Earl. I think they they appear they the two appear. Then I would say um, Porter's leading that next division. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, next- see, like, I, but see, that I, I agree with you because I don't. Yeah, I agree with you. But what I'm saying is that I put him in that upper tier because I don't feel like it's a tier for that next tier. Like who on Sean level, like. That would say maybe that second tier is Sean by itself. You know what I'm saying? It's a it's it's them two, it's, it's them two, then Sean's at that next tier, then you got the tier under Sean. You know what I'm saying? I think I don't I would um I wouldn't wait, I don't know if Terrence and you know and Sean ever fight, but you know what I'm saying. If that was a fight, then I definitely can't put them because he's already lost. I can't put him in that tier with them because he, he had an up he had an epic fight with Earl, you know what I'm saying? He if he was have an epic fight with Crawford and still lose. I don't know if I can put you on that same tier. You know what I'm saying? You'd be in that next tier by yourself because even that batch below you is not up to your level, but you're still not on the level of those two. You know what I'm saying? So, but I, I mean, it, it, like you were saying, if Boost can get in and try to get in where you fit in with the fights and the necessary fights to get in, you know, and try to get to that belt and get, you know, more popularity, more of a draw, um, I think that's something that he needs to do. Um, but I just think he takes a lot. You know, it takes a lot of punishment at times when you don't want to do that. You know what I'm saying? You're young now, but as you get older, you know, that body starts to, you know, deteriorate. It starts to, you know, breaking down because over the – even though you can take a punch, I mean, you need to actually take the punch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, and I think that's the thing right now. Like, he – like, uh, you know, that's the thing. Like, when you want to be a drawer, you want to put on a show. So, sometimes you stand there when you don't need to and you don't have to. You know, lipping it wasn't hurting him. So, he was willing to take one to throw a few. That's true. Cool, but, you know – in bigger fights, when you're when when it's nip and tuck, those are the things that separated those. You know, when somebody catch you a couple times at the end of a round and things like that, when you're trying to stand there and trade, like for Canelo, for instance, like if you if you sit there, let's say you want to trade, okay, you um shit, you hit him once, he hit, you hit him once, and he hit you with a combination, and then you throw back a combination, and you miss the whole combination. Those points, that's gonna go against you. You know what I'm saying? I just feel like, and, and Boots is a good Boots is solid in every area, but you know when you got when you got a guy that's defensively responsible, uh, like Arrow can be, and you got a guy that's a good combination puncher like Tens, you can. You sometimes like you can be put in a situation to where like you're not you clearly losing rounds because like you're trying to get off so many punches trying to trade, you know. So he just needs to find his middle ground, like when to trade, when to not. Uh, he got a nice uppercut. Uh, he was killing fucking looking into that uppercut. Like, Jesus. Like the fuck out of him. Yeah, so he was killing him with that. But uh, I like to see more jab from him because, like, you know, like you said, like, 
Earl learned that from Floyd. Like, if you don't got to take the punishment, like, you don't got to. Like, Earl could have easily pressed the gas on Mikey Garcia. Like, even if he was tired, he could have. But he realized, like, how he wanted to fight. And, like, Earl, Earl going to do it his way. And, like, that's the thing. Like, I think right now Boots, Boots only has one style or maybe a similar style to his style to win. I feel like when it comes to adapting in the ring, them other guys can do it, and them other guys can do it off the fly quick. You know, if Errol, need, if Errol pop that jab and he can't get in all night, he will pop that jab the whole night, and he will go with a 12-round decision, you know. So, you know, it's going to come a point where Boots might get stung, and he might get dropped, and he might realize that, okay, like, I got to just box. Like, I got to box him. I got to pick him apart, you know. Yeah. He still ain't went past six yet. You know, that's another concerning thing. Like, and, and it's not no fault of his own, but when you making that step up, like even even from that tier under Sean to Sean, like if you haven't went 12 rounds, you're not ready for Sean Porter, bro. Like, like he like and like he, if anybody can prove it wrong, it could be him, but bro, 12 rounds to Sean Porter, bro, and you ain't never been 12, like y'all, I don't know, bro. You might be throwing up at that shit, boy. That, that and Sean showed he has like a unique type of he can show a unique type of boxing skill even against Earl. So like I feel like I feel like that's a fight right now that he wouldn't want because you know shit Sean Porter trade too shit Sean Porter trade as well. But you know Sean is a much more busier puncher. So it's like you know either you gonna get tired gassed out trying to punch with Sean or Sean gonna be busier. I've never seen nobody be more busier than Sean Porter. So. Right. It's just like shit. The only person I've seen in boxing busy as Sean Porter is Benavidez. Like when Benavidez started just letting his hands go, like when he got some, like, like he just, like he, but, uh, you know, I, yeah, he got a lot of promise, but this is one of those divisions where the big dogs are still the big dogs and they're just there right now. So it's just gonna have to be some work put in. And, you know, he know that, you know, it's cool. He a humble guy. So, you know, it, it's gonna be nice to see his career moving forward. Um, let's get. I like boots. I like boots. I like boots. I, I you know, I, I do too. I think, like I said, once he get the belt, he'll reign the division. Um, you know, it's, sometimes it's hard to unify, especially when you dominate, because niggas want to hold on to their belt. They want to hold on to their status, okay. so especially if they're across the street. It's hard to make those fights, but. It, once once he becomes champion, no matter how many belts he has or don't has, or somebody has more belts than him, once the big dogs are gone, I think he'll be recognized regardless as the best world to wait, you know, period, once that time comes for him to get the strap. Now, let's, like, somebody come out the woodworks. Um, Have you seen that dude? I forgot his name. Something Davis, though. He be – he just fought. Um, he be working with Shakur. We'll, we'll talk about it later. I, I, I'll talk to you more about it later. But, um, yeah, he, he's nice, too. He, he's 135, I think, as well. But um, let's let's go over to Andre. Andre, you know, got a tough win yesterday, 12-round decision. You know, scorecards are pretty wide. So, you know, it's pretty unanimous decision. No arguments there. But, uh, you know, I guess, in a way, he showed vulnerability in that fight. But um, to me, when I look at the fight, like, he was trying to, like, like him, prime example, he was trying to put on a show too, but like he realized that like he wasn't like he hurt the dude, but like when he knocked the balance, it was kind of a shock knockdown. He didn't really hurt him. And then after that, he realized he couldn't hurt him. So he had to go back to just being fundamental and stuff. Andre, he real he had a real good lateral movement. Like I like the way that 
you know, he moved left and right to the ropes and stuff. He real, like, he take his head off the target. You know, he real, he real crafty in a very unorthodox way. Um, the only thing that I would say is that, you know, he fought a tough dude. But just more power, more combination punches probably be something that you just want to seek on him more because, um, you know, you get somebody out there with a steady jab or something like that, like to negate him or something, you know, he going to have to rely on landing the more effective punches, you know, if he's not you know, putting together a lot of punches. He, he throw nice quick shots and things like that. But, um, you know, overall, to me, the fight was a pretty – it was pretty solid. Like, you, it wasn't like you couldn't tell the winner. But at the end of the day, um, you know, it might be better for him because a lot of people ain't wanting to fight him for a lot of different reasons. But, you know, showing vulnerability always – and you got a belt always going to make somebody jump. So, you know, it will be interesting to see, like, if – People are going to try to fight him now. But to me, the, the performance was solid. Uh, what I want to see more, of course, a knockout would have been nice. But, you know, when you're in the ring, uh, when you realize you hit somebody with your best shot and they ain't going, like, you just got to be solid from there. And if it come, it come. If it don't, you get out with the ring. Let me know what you think about it. Uh, you know, it was just you – no, know, I just want to see him moving forward. Like, what is his plan moving forward? Um. You know, you know, it was some, you know, some beef or kind of, you know, animosity with him and the Charlo twins. You know, yeah, he tweeted about the Charlos. He tweeted about Charlo today, and I didn't, I couldn't, I ain't gonna speak on it much. I'm gonna talk to you about it later because I don't really know. Like, I, it was kind of cryptic. I think I know what it means, but I'm gonna wait on later to speak on it. But yeah, he made a comment about Charlo again today, so yeah, I agree. But yeah, it was, well, I've seen what Charlo was saying is more of. Um, you know, he's saying never gonna give him a shot and that type of deal and never respect him on that type of level. But, um, you know, I just want to see him moving forward. You know, can we get some elite fights? Can we get some elite fights? But some, you know, some of them, like, they just don't want to get in the ring with him. You know what I'm saying? They can say what they want to, but at the end of the day, you know, they don't want to get in the ring and actually, you know, mix it up with him. But, I mean, you know, solid performance, like you were saying, you definitely want to see the knockout, definitely want to see him, you know, get to do it out the way. But, and like you were saying, and I agree, you, once you throw your best punch and you see the dude, you know what I'm saying, not say he wasn't affected, but he's not going down, you know what I'm saying? He had an earlier knockdown in the earlier rounds, but, um, you know, it's just, you know, it's always alarming once you get a knockdown early and then you don't get him out the way, you know, and it still goes 12. So um, that was probably the only thing, like you said, we, it, was an, it was a clear, clear winner. We, we all know who won, but, you know, just performance-wise, you want to see a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? But Sometimes that's just how it goes in boxing, you know what I'm saying? You get a dude who, who has a super chin and, you know what I'm saying, he has a lot of willpower and a lot of, you know, 42 who doesn't want to go down and has a lot of pride. So, you know, you get that draw sometimes in boxing, but, you know what I'm saying, I, I don't think it's something to hinder him or something. But, you know, just more, moving forward, do we, you know, can we get some of those, you know, elite fighters in the ring with him and kind of test it out then and kind of get him over baseline then of, you know, what fighter he can be. Uh, coming towards the end, so definitely, you know, a solid performance, solid fight. But um, if, if if we had to nick pick and say one thing, it's just like, hey, can you get that dude out a little earlier than you know twelve rounds? But you know, you know, he's a good fighter. I, you know, I've, and I've I've been keeping up with him in the past, and you know, definitely want to see him, you know, get the opportunity to kind of showcase his talent and get some of the elite elite guys in that division. Yeah, so, man. Yeah, Especially since he's a belt holder, and you know Triple G not even trying to fight him either. And Triple G got a belt. Like Triple G, like he losing a lot of respect though, because like I think like after the after the Canelo fights, like he he lost some passion, dog. He has not fought nobody since the Canelo fights. Like literally nobody. It's like 
you got you got so many people ready to fight you on the table. Like, bro, you're not trying to fight the competition and make the bag, bro. Like, like what's up? Like, he were, people fear Triple G now. Triple G feared everybody. Like, Triple G scared of everybody. It looked like like he's not trying to get calculated, uh, calculated risk. Like getting up there in age, you kind of you kind of want to kind of get the fighters where you know you can at least have a you know fighting chance. You know, he ain't getting no younger. You know what I'm saying? So that, I think that plays a lot to it too, trying to get the right scenario where, you know, you can kind of use your, you know, intelligence and not so much your, you know, your body. And, you know, I, so I agree, but it's like that type of situation might not bring the bag either. Like what fighter going, what fighter is that caliber that's going to let him just use his mind more than his body and also a good enough fighter to bring the draw, you know, especially right. at 160 because like Charlo talking about moving up. I mean, only thing at 160 right now, is um Charlo, Triple G, and Andre like Billy Joe and Canelo at 168? You know, is running at 168, so it's like you know, I just feel like them fights at this point, like they got to be inevitable. Like, those mandatories for any of them guys is just it's, it's nothing, like, they're gonna run through that. I mean, Charlo just beat Sergey Devinchenko, which was the next best guy in the division, so. After them three, so um, yeah, man, I just feel like you know the big fights got to come for him. When people gonna look at his career in a big different way than they probably should, you know, you know his talent to do. So we just want to see him get in there. Uh, hopefully, Eddie Hearn can pull something off for him and get him in a big fight for sure. Man. Sure, for sure. But yeah, man, that's um that's gonna do it for this episode, man. Stay tuned for more visuals. We're going to be popping it like this from here on out. Check out this episode on Apple Music. I mean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Anchor, whatever you listen to, man, go ahead and let that play. If you want to get on YouTube, we'll be posting it there, too. So y'all just tap in with us, man. I'm going to hand it over to Smitty. Hey, man, appreciate y'all. You know what I'm saying? Visuals coming out soon. So definitely, you know, just definitely the normal from now on. You know, so we're going to keep getting dropping content, keep, you know, be on the lookout for what we're dropping, man. You know what I'm saying? Smitty out. Good job, man. We'll hit y'all. We out.